Welcome to the Hornet Football Report with head coach Zach Harrell. This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello, Hornet fans. I am here in the office of Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Michael. Good to see you this morning. This is a great week to be a Hornet fan coming off an opening game win, big win in Brownsboro last week. Yeah, it was a good first game. Uh, kids did really well being prepared and then responding to the challenge of playing really hard and playing really physical. Uh, and so I thought we did a great job of you know, answering what we asked them to do all week. So we're very pleased with week one. Yeah, we don't want to go over uh, last week too much because we've done that. We talked about that last week. You and I talked about it after the game. The one thing I do want to say, though, is you have to be happy with the execution that you saw, particularly from the offense, because the timing was uh, incredible. And the offensive line did a great job of sorting out its assignments. Yeah, we executed uh, pretty well for the most part. Not not to say that we've arrived. We, we still have some work to do. There were still a lot of mistakes on the film. But for a week one game, uh, our execution was pretty high. And you talked about you know the throwing and catching and the timing. Uh, and we talked about it early in the year, I think our first interview. You know that That was one of the things that we really focused on. In the spring uh, and in the summer is our throwing and catching and, and our drops and everything being on time. And uh, you could kind of see that uh, on Friday. And Ty did a great job of, you know, throwing throwing on time and not, not you know, all, all our, our passing schemes are all about timing. Uh, and you can't wait until it, the receiver looks at you. It's all about, hey, I got to take the right drop and my drop is – corresponding with the receiver's route. Uh, and so I got to trust that he's going to have the route, the right route depth, and I'm going to throw this thing on time and it's all going to work out. Uh, and I thought we did really well in that. And we threw the ball. We were 14 to 17. Uh, we, we didn't throw it much in the second half because the game was over. Uh, but we executed at a really high level. And then, you know, the other thing we worked on in the summer and the spring was when we've already talked about was our strength of our offensive linemen. They're stronger than they've ever been since I've been here uh, as a unit, uh, and I think that showed, uh, and that that showed in the in the scrimmages as well. We've been able to handle defensive fronts better than we have in the past, and so really proud of the offense uh, the way we play. Yeah, and you can really see how that offensive line is working when you realize. I don't think Ty was ever really under pressure. No, and no. Uh, Jacory Roberts just had a huge game uh, running the ball. So yeah, he was able to exploit some holes that the offensive line created, and he ran really hard, made some great cuts, uh, and then he took care of the ball for the most part. He fumbled one late. Uh, we had a busted assignment up front, and he got hit in the backfield and put that one on the ground. But other than that, Kerry, he did a great job at protecting the ball and making great cuts and running hard and physical uh, and downhill. Yeah, I, I actually said that as you got later in the game and 
you know, uh, Brownsboro put up a score and there was the fumble and there was a couple of things. I said, well, coach is going to be happy. He's going to have something he can teach this week. <laughs> <laughs> All coaches like to make sure they have something they can talk about. I'm not going to say I was happy about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. This week, you're going to have your home opener, Life Waxahachie, is coming in and they're coming off a big loss. Uh, they got beat 56 to 7. Uh, by Conley, Waco Conley. Um, but Life Waxahachie is a, is a good team. They've got, uh, they've got some talent. They are. They're very talented, you know, and they, uh, it's kind of a unique school because they're a charter school, uh, and so they're not really, uh, you know, Athens High School, Waxahachie Life. There's also Waxahachie High School in Waxahachie. Uh, so they pull kids from a lot of surrounding communities, uh, and because of that, their roster turns over, uh, quite a bit from year to year. Uh, you know, we, they only have, they only had nine returning lettermen off last year's team, uh, and they were eligible to have about 20. Uh, and so it, it's, you know, it's different because their personnel's new every year, and that, that's one reason why I think early on, Kind of, you know, look at their week one game. I think why they struggle a little bit because it's, you know, it's a totally new roster for those guys. But they, they're a dangerous football team. Uh, they're very talented. They have a very good running back in number 24, Jeremy Brantley. Uh, he, they want to run the football. He averaged, he averaged about eight yards of carry against Waco oh, wow. in that game. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a elite running back. Uh, and then their lines, uh, their offensive and defensive line, is super talented. They have, uh, number 77, Jonah Neal. It's about 6'5", uh, 285, 290. He's, I, I don't know he's a Division One prospect, but he looks like it. Uh, and so they, they have some talented linemen. Uh, you know, one thing that we need to try to take advantage of is a lot of their linemen, or a lot of their kids in general play on both sides of the football. Uh, and so we, we've challenged our kids to try to wear them down. Uh, because we don't, we, at this point, we don't have just a ton of kids playing both sides of the ball, so we need to use that, uh, as our strength. Yeah, that's a, that's a real luxury too, not something that you've, uh, had very often here at Athens. No, uh, you know, and again, it, it speaks to our kids, uh, we, we had, we have a lot more, or we feel we have a more overall talented roster, uh, and so we, as a coaching staff, if we have kids, I believe that the more kids you can get on the field uh, and the more kids that you can have as starters, uh, then that's better for your program because uh, those kids are staying happy, they're staying involved, uh, and everybody has to play a role. Uh, and so, you know, we talked early in the year, if, if we would like to try to avoid playing as many kids on both ways as possible. Now, we may get in the district, we may have to play a few more, uh, but especially early on. You know, getting as many kids game experience as we possibly can, I think is really important. And it's always good down the line, too. All right, so the uh, uh, Sahachi Mustangs, uh, so the Mustangs offense, you're saying, is a running attack. So I guess we're going to be worried about that front seven. Yeah, uh, and, and they're spread, you know, they're, they're multiple formational, uh, but they base that with, you know, shotgun spread. Uh, they're going to have, Two backs in the backfield quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have to challenge our linebackers and defensive line do a great job against the run. Uh, and you know, we're, we're kind of 
at a size disadvantage against them. They're bigger than their offensive line is bigger than our defensive line, so we're we're going to have to use our speed. Uh, and I, I thought our defensive line played well uh, against Brownsboro, uh, and so we're going to have to continue to do that this week. So, um, in the shotgun formation, when you see a lot of running attacks these days, a lot of them are keyed to some run pass options, things like that out of the quarterback. Is that what we're going to see out of the Mustangs? Uh, they'll throw a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, they will. Uh, but they run a loss of a lot of, uh, kind of midline stuff out of the shotgun attack, uh, with the two back set. Uh, so, but they're, they're really real multiple. Okay. So on the defensive side of the ball, uh, what can we expect to see from them starting with how do they, was the, are they an even or an odd Yeah, line? they basically have an even front. Uh, so they're, and sometimes it's a, what we call a 4-1, uh, with, with just one backer in the box, and then sometimes it's a 4-2, with two backers in the box, based on, you know, it's kind of based on what formation you're in. Uh, but they definitely basically have an even front. Uh, they, they have shown at times to get, to slide into a five-man front, uh, at certain times, but you know they're they're definitely their their base defense is even front. So if you're looking at a four one or a four two, meaning four linemen, one or two linebackers, that puts more DBs on the field, and you're talking about a nickel or a dime being right. their base defense. Yeah, and that's what you know, that's what we saw against Brownsboro most of the game. You know, Brownsboro was a four one, uh, and they they played. That's one reason why we ran the ball as much as we did, uh, because they were in a 4-1 with their outside linebackers were really wide over our slots. And so, you know, it's five on five. We got five to block their five. Uh, and if we block their five, our running backs on their safeties. Uh, and we feel like that's a great matchup. And that, that's the good thing about our offense. You know, people ask me all the time, well, are you, are y'all going to throw it more or run it more? And usually my answer is, well, it depends on what the defense is doing. Sure. Uh, we're we're going to play to our advantage from week to week. Uh, and, and one week, it may be 70% pass and 30% run. Uh, and then the next week, it may be the opposite. Uh, because, and we, the great thing is we feel like as an offense right now, uh, we're talented enough, uh, that, that we, we can, Take what the defense gives us and be successful, whether that's throwing the ball or running the ball. Uh, and so, you know, Brownsburg again was a 4-1 with five in the box. And so we felt like we had a great matchups to run the football, uh, for a lot of success like we did. Uh, and so anyway, we'll, we'll see how Walks actually Life defends us and we'll, uh, adjust as we go. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to time out real quick and we're going to, cause we might have some listeners that, um, you know, love Athens football, but are unaware maybe of some football basics that we talk about all the time. So you're saying five in the box. What you're talking about when you say the box is from tackle to tackle, the offensive line, and back about 10 yards. And that area is what we call the box. How many defenders are in that area is a real key to calling those plays. Yeah, it is. And that, that's what we look at. We, we're, when we're calling plays and our guys in the press box, we're looking at their box, uh, and, and if we're outmassing the box, then we ought to, you know, not to say you can't run it, uh, but, you know, we, we feel like we got an advantage in the passing game. Uh, and if, if, if it's a tie, 
uh, that we feel good about running the football. When you said if they're a four-one, you're five-on-five. You have five offensive line, uh, right. five offensive linemen. I got five of our guys on five of their guys. Hopefully, the running back's going to be able to pick a spot, get through, and then now you've got somebody like Jacory who's a big back. Right. On one of their smaller DBs, and that's going to be a win ninety percent of the time for the Hornets. No doubt, that, that's what again, that's what you saw against Brownsburg, and you, and you saw, uh, you know, that's why he was averaging uh, almost seven yards of carry uh, because you know, number one, we were blocking their five, and then when he's making contact with one of their secondary players, usually that's going to give you two or three more yards of the sure. contact. Sure, he's going to bounce off that, yeah. and he's going to fall forward. Right. Because he's a very physical back. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's move on. One of the things that we talk about every week, I know that you have some keys to the game that you talk about with your players. What are the keys for this week? Uh, well, this week, you know, number one, the word of the week uh, is 1%. Uh, and so we talk to them and challenge them about, you know, and everybody's seen it, seen that graphic, you know, and talking the difference about being 1% better every day versus being 1% worse. Uh, and really, you know, that, that's very minor. You know, if you think about, well, what does that mean? If, if you're 1% worse, uh, well, that, that's not, that's not that much worse, really, in one day. But if you, if once you add that up, and every, I think probably most people have seen that graphic, that yearly graphic of that, uh, graph where if you're 1% better for 365 days versus 1% worse where you end up. So we talked to our kids about that and, and about this season and about this week. Uh, because the key is we can't take the Brownsburg game and think, yeah, you know, and, and again, we, we did a lot of good things and we we're pleased, but we, we can't take and say, hey, yeah, we've arrived. Uh, we can't, we can't relax. We gotta continue to find ways to get better this week. Uh, if we want to accomplish what we plan to accomplish in this district. Because uh, everybody knows, and I'll be the first to say, the teams we play in, the, once we get to district in week five, uh, the competition level uh, is fixing to go up. Uh, and it's, it's a little bit more difficult than our non-district schedule. And so if we don't continue to improve, uh, then we're not going to accomplish what we need to accomplish. Uh, and so anyway, that's why the word at least 1%. Uh, so the keys to victory, number one, just playing off that is be better at the small things of what your position is supposed to do. Find a way, find one small way to be better this week. Uh, number two, Brian talked about it, we want to wear them down. Uh, we want to play 100% every snap. Don't let the guy across from you take a playoff. Uh, again, they have lots of two-way players. We need to use that as our advantage. You know, we challenged our PAT team. Uh, you know, that was one of the areas of improvement, uh, from Friday. We, we weren't great on our PAT team. We want to be 100% on PAT. It takes all 11. If you're on that team, you need to take pride in doing your job. Number four, we want to swarm the football defense. We want to get 11 halves to the ball. Talented running backs, uh, when you play talented running backs, I believe the more, the more helmets you can get to the football, the more time that guy feels, feels a hornet. Stinging him, uh, good, good play on words there. Uh, <laughs> feels a hornet stinging him, the, the more in the second, third, fourth quarter he's gonna think twice about wanting the football. Uh, so we gotta get 11 halves to the ball and then number five, uh, play together, play with class. Uh, so those are our keys to victory this week. Yeah, that, that all idea of swarming and, uh, getting a hat on 
on somebody is something that I saw last Friday as well, and it's something you've been harping on uh, all off season, right. um, and a big a big thing for the Hornets this year. Yeah, and you know we've we've really wanted that since we've gotten here, and it takes time to build that. But this this is the first year you can kind of see our defense is just playing. Just really hard and running to the football. You know, some guys that stood out last week of, of, and, cause we give effort award, we give an effort award on defense of who, who played with the best effort and, you know, playing defense line, ball goes away. How hard do you run to the football? Uh, and so some guys that stood out really trying to represent that last week. Uh, and we actually gave three of them cause we had three that you, you can't find a play where they're not just playing a hundred percent. Uh, Hunter White, Defensive tackle, uh, Logan Swearing, uh, we call him paintball, uh, defensive end, and then Marco, uh, Rocha, defense end. Those three guys played extremely hard, uh, and so, and, and all our defense is as a unit. Uh, you watch Jamari Manny play defense, uh, it, that, he, he's something special. Uh, so anyway, our, our whole unit's playing really hard. We're really proud of. Well, and I'm really glad to hear those names and, and get those names out because defense is so much harder to talk about sometimes and so much harder for the fan in the stands right. to see who's making a real impact. You know, you can always tell, okay, there's the quarterback, there's the wide receiver, there's the running back, but it's a lot harder when it's a defensive tackle. Right. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, I I challenged our team or I told our team on Monday in our team meeting, if you're not sure what playing hard looks like, you need to watch uh, number 45, Logan, Logan Swearing play defense in uh because he's on the field because of his motor uh and you know same thing hunter white man he's hunter white's really came on this year and he looks like a different player right now as he did last year uh which he was a freshman last year playing varsity football but he's he's playing really hard so we're really proud of those guys all right so uh Game is here at Bruce Field. It's going to be the home opener this Friday night, 7.30 kickoff. Uh, your Athens Hornets against Life Waxahachie Mustangs. I always get, I hate it because I can never tell whether it's Life Waxahachie or Waxahachie Life. But the Mustangs are coming to town. Be there. Uh, coach, uh, tickets online or at the gate? Tickets uh, for Friday's game can be either. Uh, so there is an online link. It's available now to purchase the tickets. Uh, they'll also be sold at the gate, uh, where you can buy them on your phone or there will be a cash option available at the gate too. Outstanding. All right, Hornet fans. We need you at Bruce Field Friday night for the home opener. Uh, make sure that you're there. Coach, thank you very much for letting us in. Thanks, Michael. If you can't make it to the game, you can always listen on Athens Classic Hits Music Station, KLVQ, 94.5 FM and 1410 AM, or online at network1sports.com. Go Hornets!